Welcome to Infinitely Rational, where we discuss the real eccentric and complex history of mathematics. Brought to you by Mathematical Expressions. I'm your host, Natalie, the resident math nerd. And I'm Kay, your researcher of weird things. In this episode, we'll answer the following questions. Is gate crashing a party a federal offense? Which religious order makes the best gangsters? What do either of these have to do with math? Let's find out. So over the past two episodes, we've briefly discussed Hypatia's friendships. We'll dive a little deeper in this episode because Hypatia's friendship with Orestes essentially seals her fate. To understand how, we need to leave Hypatia for just a minute to discuss Orestes and his beef with the Bishop Cyril. At this point, we're going to pause on the Choose Your Own Adventure because this part of Hypatia's life is essentially a thriller film. Woo. In fact, this episode is so thrilling, we decided not to have any commercial breaks. You're welcome. Let's talk about the two main characters. <laughs> okay, so we're going to set the stage here for her death. So, unfortunately, listeners, you already know how this turns out for Hypatia, Spoiler. which is not good. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, these two guys, Cyril and Orestes, they had positions in Alexandria that were supposed to kind of check each other. They were both in the government and they were there to enforce things, but they were Apparently supposed to... Apparently every government has checks and balances. Correct. They were supposed to, you know, one didn't report to the other. Although it is believed that Orestes was a little bit uh, lower than mm-hmm. Cyril. So anyway, so Cyril is not a great guy. Sources say that he was elected, but one story I read said that while he was elected, mm-hmm. essentially what he did was he got his cronies together. Uh-huh. They showed up at the place they were supposed to do the poll Mm. early, and then they locked the doors behind them. Oh, my gosh. And then they had the poll. I won, guys. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. I'm so surprised. How? how, Surprise. It was not the the other guy. Yeah, it was not the other dude. (laughs) I'm so shocked it was such a landslide. (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, that's essentially what happened. Although, again, some people write articles and they don't believe that's actually what occurred. Anyway, so beyond that, he, (laughs) beyond the tainted poll, he was pretty much depicted throughout history as kind of a religious fanatic. Okay. Particularly for Christianity. When he became bishop, so the guy he he was running against, uh-huh. who he very fairly was elected over, very fairly, right? He his biggest supporters was this group who were called the I think it was it's pronounced the Novations. Uh-huh. And after Cyril won, uh-huh. guess what he did? What did he do to celebrate? He did not slaughter a bunch of oxen like enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it was. Just as questionable, Uh as soon as he became bishop, he expelled the whole group. That was supporting him? That was supporting the other guy. Oh my gosh. And he had their churches cold. They were closed. He was like, thank you for electing me. Not that they really did. Now get out. Oh my gosh. So there you go, listeners. Determine what you will about his character. Cyril. (laughs) Cyril, on one hand. On the other hand. On the other hand, Orestes... Hypatia's friend mm-hmm. was a prefect, and that's kind of like a governor. It was a governmental administrator okay. who was able to control taxes, exports, military, and social warfare. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it was supposed to be complementary to what Cyril was doing to the bishop position. So they were working together. Supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. Oh, supposed Supp- to be. Supposed okay. to be. 
he so Orestes was a converted Christian, but he really didn't condone Cyril's violence and just general intolerance. So same side, just one was way further down the spectrum yeah. than the other. Yeah, and and he also really sought to keep Cyril confined to kind of his own sphere because we'll talk about all the toe stepping ons. <laughs> he was essentially saying, "Stay in your own lane, mm-hmm. please." Orestes really needed some steel-toed boots because... Oh, it's going to get intense. Yeah. Okay, so it's really important, in addition to these two people, to know kind of what was going on in Alexandria at the time. It gets intense now. (laughs) (laughs) So we had three groups in Alexandria. Mm -hmm. We had the pagans, we had the Christians, and we had the Jewish community. Mm -hmm. These groups did not get along. Specifically, the Jewish community and the pagan community did not get along with Mm -hmm. the Christians and vice versa. And there was a lot of back and forth. Mm -hmm. And there's a chain of events in this back and forth that gets set off and eventually knocks the dominoes down until we end with Hypatia getting torn to pieces. Why you gotta spoil that? <laughs> well, so let's let's start with the first event that goes on because mm-hmm. it's we will depict it and you can imagine it however you like. But here are the facts, okay? We have Cyril who's not really pleased with the other two religious groups in the area, and him and the other zealots who follow him kind of feel that the other two groups aren't really following the laws. They're not observing the holidays and things like that. And so on Sundays, on Sabbath, the Jewish community at that time would Mm -hmm. go and attend these virtual dances. Now, some sources also said miming was involved, but the reason for this is kind of lost to us at this (laughs) point. We don't don't really know what it was supposed to signify. But But they were having an event. They they were having a good time on a Sunday, which, you know, is their right? And so... Wait, is it Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. The source that I read said Sunday, so that would make it the Christian Sabbath, not necessarily the Jewish Sabbath. Okay. Sunday, Sunday. So Sunday, on Sundays, they would do this. Now, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. They're Sunday fun day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the Sunday fun day would end in brawls with the Christians. Of course. That well, is always how Sunday fun day ends. <laughs> someone's getting into a brawl. (laughs) Well, you know, because tensions were high and when the groups would get together, inevitably one would spark the other. Mm -hmm. And so we're not making any assertions here as to who started it. But this would happen from time to time. So Cyril essentially goes to Orestes and he says, look, I want you to go to this community. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell the Jewish leaders and the rest of them that they need to stop with this. And so their ritual dance. Right, exactly. They need to. Yeah, we know this is important to you. I don't care. I want you're better off coming and listening to the law and studying, (laughs) you know, the things that I'm saying, essentially. So Orestes isn't thrilled. Let me tell you how to spend your free time. (laughs) Right. I'm not saying you can't follow your own religion. But I'm going to dictate what you do on Sabbath. Anyway, Orestes, of course, right, because we know he's not quite as far to the side Uh as Cyril is. He is not thrilled about this. And I know what this is like at work. Sometimes your boss comes to you and they're like, hey, I need you to go do this thing. It's going to make you really unpopular. Glad Uh it's you. (laughs) And go in there with your bulletproof vest. So essentially, poor Orestes. Go in there with your bulletproof vest. Here's a target for the front. And the back. Right. And please read out every word that I gave to you exactly as it's written. So anyway, so Orestes, he does what he's supposed to do. 
He shows up at this ritual dance. Trying to work in conjunction with the bishop. He's trying to behave Mm -hmm. himself. And he knows he's going to get flack for this, but he does it anyway. So he's telling them this very unpopular thing. And he's trying to maintain the peace. He's trying to find guys. He's essentially saying like, guys, I know this is the worst, but please, if you'll just this, I just have to tell you. So let me tell you and Uh get out of your way. Yeah. Well, there's a guy there in this group and his name, and I'm probably butchering it here, but Herax. Mm-hmm. Some sources say he was an elementary school teacher and okay. he was completely innocent, but this is very unlikely because other sources say that he was essentially a fanatic. He was a big supporter of Cyril. He had no reason then to be Yeah, at it doesn't this... sound like he has any business there. Right. It's a Jewish get-together. Mm-hmm. He does not belong there. He's mm-hmm. far to the side Christian. He's one of the zealots who does not think they can live in peace together. And anyway, so he is there. He's... Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take the leap here and say it was a plant. Uh-huh. Right? And so he is there as Orestes is giving this speech. Uh-huh. You want to take it from there? Sure. I mean, one source that I read said that he was too enthusiastic about his applause about the edict. So Orestes is, guys, no dancing. Woo! Thank you so best! Yes! What it is! I like it. I think it was more a slow clap. Like, Orestes is like, I know this is really unpopular, and I'm sorry, everyone. And they're still in the shock phase. They haven't even started grumbling among (laughs) themselves. And there's just a... (laughs) That's what I'm picturing, frankly. It's hilarious to me that we read the same thing, and we have two completely different images. This has happened how many times now? We're not even disagreeing that those events took place. We're just, <laughs> just how. It's a lot like the eagle touching. The lighting right? is different. The music is different. You know, Correct. the players. But so when the Jews in attendance, whether it was a slow clap, whether it was <laughs> woo, uh, noticed that he really wasn't one of them. And essentially, he was just there to be a troll. Right. He was so, there to cause a problem. Correct. And so when they noticed that, then they rioted, which is the exact thing that Orestes was trying to avoid. He was <laughs> mad. Guys, Come on. He's like, please, look, we've gotten in trouble because you guys get rowdy and and then you brawl. And so please don't brawl anymore. (laughs) Slow clap. Brawl! (laughs) Look at this plant here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So Orestes was, was mad. Understandably. And so he had the undercover agent... (laughs) <laughs> Herax. Uh-huh. Publicly tortured for oh, this. Oh, God. And so some some people say this was bloodthirsty. I'm not even going to disagree here. He probably did overdo it by torturing this guy as punishment. But look, this is just one more example of a guy being caught back and forth between these two power oh players. Course. You know, because look, yeah. if you look at it from Orestes' angle, he didn't want to do the thing. This guy is stepping, not Herax, but mm-hmm. Cyril, is stepping all up in his business. He's making him do the unpopular stuff. And then he puts someone in there specifically to cause a problem at this meeting he did not want to hold. So although he probably should not have done it, do I think it's reasonable that he turned around and said, get that guy. That's fair. <laughs> I'm going to make you an example. It was, yeah, as a sign. And and also, I just am irritated with Cyril here because what problem is he trying to solve? Does he want no more dances? Uh, see, I almost feel like it goes further than that. Mm-hmm. That he 
wanted them to riot in front of Orestes. So it could be like, see, I told you that they were completely irrational and that you could not speak to them. I, I have to believe that that's the case. Anyway, so that occurs. Uh-huh. Public torture. Yeah. So get this. Uh-huh. You, you think maybe one of them takes the high road here. Sure. Right? No, there is no high road between these people. So Cyril, his guy, has been publicly tortured. Uh So rather than going to Orestes and saying, man, you had this guy tortured? That was so out of line. That was an over-exaggeration. You did not. That was an overreaction. You Mm -hmm. should not have done it. Instead, he has the Jewish leaders rounded up. He has synagogues closed and has them converted to churches and throws the leaders in jail. You know how the Jews retaliated? Tell me. Okay, so again, right? We've got stop your dancing, riot Mm -hmm. because of the troll, close the churches and Mm -hmm. all of that. So in retaliation for closing the churches and arresting the Jewish leaders, Mm -hmm. they made some kind of symbol on their palms. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they ran through the streets yelling that a church, a Christian church, was on fire. Then, of course, right? Everybody's running out. What? Fire? Oh, gosh. Let's try and put Put, it out, people. Put the church out. Yeah. So anyone that ran out, they killed. If they didn't have the mark on their palm, they plotted this Christian massacre and they knew they were Christians because of the marks on their palms. Well, they knew they weren't. That's, yeah, sorry. They knew they weren't Christians because of the marks on their palms. That's intense. Mm-hmm. So... As promised. Now, at this point, again, we have an opportunity mm-hmm. where someone can take the high road and try and search for peace. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. No, we're escalating this. Uh, yeah, we're at like we're, level 100 yeah, right there now. Is, there is no way. This is a runaway train. Okay. Never so coming back. We know. On the wrong way track. <laughs> See, and now we're going to have to pay money for royalties. <laughs> way to go. Anyway, so we know Cyril is not a fan. He's uh. so passive aggressive. He's aggressively passive aggressive. <laughs> he will not go to Orestes. And again, He's a, right? He is aggressive passive. <laughs> right. So it's Orestes' job now to punish these people. Uh-huh. What they did is clearly wrong. They should not have slaughtered no. a bunch of people who are trying to do the For right no thing. For no reason. Right. As, as revenge. As a statement. Right? None of this has been right. I mean, this is really like Sideshow Bob and his little kid vendetta. Like, that's really what this is over and over and over to Correct. varying degrees. Correct. So we're ping-ponging it right back over to Cyril's mm-hmm. court at this point. And Cyril does not wait for Orestes. He responds and he has the Jewish community as a whole expelled from Egypt. And he also, he didn't just do that. He didn't just say, okay, you know what? These people Mm -hmm. did something wrong. You're all going to go. He also told his group, go ahead and loot their houses Mm. and their synagogues because they're, they ain't coming back. Take what you feel like. Yep. Go ahead and cause as much damage as you want. So, of course, Orestes got really upset at mm-hmm. this. He felt it was an overreaction, much like the exactly. massacre that occurred. It's on both ends, uh-huh. right? It's just this polar back and forth, back and forth. And at this point, both Cyril and Orestes, they wrote to Constantinople, which is where their boss was, okay. right? Oh, so it's like, I can't work this out. Done. No conflict just resolution please, yeah. with you. No more, please. Mm-hmm. So... 
So they both write to the boss. Mm-hmm. Does the boss step in? No, the boss does not step in. The boss says, please make up. Please handle your business. It feels, re- it warms my cold little heart to know <laughs> that nothing has changed in the field of supervisor mediation and conflict management <laughs> over all these years like how That's many true. times have we said in all three of these episodes this is happening today yes it's so true it's it is completely and utterly on point with what's happening right now and we work in education but i imagine it happens elsewhere Other i've worked in corporate yeah. and it's the same it's same so <laughs> but yeah yeah Please, I don't want to get in between your argument. I'm too busy. Can't you deal with this? Now, I have much bigger fish to fry than your little fight. To be fair, right? When we report stuff like that and we're having trouble with coworkers to some extent. They massacred some people. Right. <laughs> it is not a matter of this person never checks their email or this person is rude all the time. They they were killing each other. Some people. Yes, we just got Guys, up to a huge massacre. Guys, could you just deal with it, though, please? Because I mean, yeah. I like to drink my wine or whatever it is people in Constantinople did at that time. Yeah, we go from brawls to public torture to <laughs> massacring to expelling everyone. And so then, right? They get the the the. They each get their letters or right, however like, their DHL package. Arrestees. Deal with it. Yes. Dear Cyril, deal with it. So Cyril then apparently tries, he rolls up with like the Bible. Okay. The Christian yep. Bible on the basis of scripture. But Orestes said, nah, dude, we're I'm not, not going to make up. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's kind of weird because Orestes in this whole time has seemed like the more reasonable one. Maybe I can shed some light there. So I was also confused about this when mm-hmm. I was reading through the sources, right? Because they've both been told make up. Uh-huh. Orestes seems from the other stories like the more reasonable party. Mm-hmm. But yet Cyril is the one who extends the right. olive branch. Yeah. Right, right. And he says, you know, hey, we can both agree, right, that on this Bible, this is the higher power. Mm-hmm. Can we agree on that at least? I guess it's like a a breakfast at Tiffany's thing. Like, right, we don't get along about anything, (laughs) but we both thought this movie was okay, right? So it seems on the surface. I didn't didn't think that movie was okay, though. Like, I watched it (laughs) thinking I would think it was okay, and I didn't. I have never watched it. Don't waste your time. But I like the song. Yeah, it's it's a decent song. So So I was confused about that, too. Right? Uh-huh. I was like, why Why is Orestes, is he just so fed up at this point that he can't take it? Mm-hmm. Well, one source I read really put some light on this. It said, technically, in the religious order, uh-huh. Cyril was superior. His, okay. his position yeah. was superior. So what he was really saying by trying to reconcile over the Bible was, we can both agree that I'm ahead of you, right? Oh, that I should be worst. in charge. And so that is the reason why Orestes is like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna, no, we both can't agree on that. But on the surface, it seems like he's saying, I can't agree to this religious thing. Worst. So it, it's really a catch-22 for this Orestes. This is, again, this is again with Cyril just trying to, like, dig the hole and pour salt in it. Pretty much. Oh, Yeah, pretty but, much. You know, anyway, this is this is where they claim that Hypatia influenced him. And since she and her friends were well-respected, that it swayed Orestes to not be 
to not want to make up with Cyril. Okay. And it was really because Orestes hung out with her and was her friend slash student that she probably said, dude, don't reconcile. Like, that guy is the worst. You see what he did? So, yeah, well, and, you know, sources credit her with more influence than she probably had at all. It is true that Cyril and his group probably feared them because mm-hmm. they were they were popular and they had influence. And the traffic jam earlier, <laughs> Where didn't he just wanted to say that he specifically was caught up in it and he was trying to get to work or annoying right. somebody so else. He was probably. really annoyed with the traffic yeah. jams as well. That's just uh, icing on the cake. He was probably trying to find to get vengeance on somebody else and was I'm late for my vengeance. Well, one source I plotting. read said he was also worried that over time, because right now we know, right, that the mm-hmm. boss feels equally. He's yeah. saying I'm not taking sides. Yeah. You guys work it out. Once or said Sarah was afraid that over time she would gain more and more influence and that would sway their boss to To, take Arresti's side Mm -hmm. over Cyril's. Now, this is not where this ends. Mm -hmm. We don't go straight to Hypatia at this point. There is something else that occurs. Something else. Correct. Another incident, Mm -hmm. dare I say. So at this point, we, you know, Cyril has tried to make up with Orestes, but Orestes is just being so, you know, he's just not... Incorrigible. Right, right. He just won't. Churlish. He's being so rude about it. He just will not make peace. He won't take the higher road. So Cyril sees Mm -hmm. that he's going to need to do something more drastic. Mm -hmm. And at this point, he calls in, and I'm not quite sure how to print, if it's Nitrian or Nitrian monks. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I have to stop for a second. Monks, then, were not what we we think of about monks now. Now, I think you picture a monk and you either picture a monastery or someone meditating right under a waterfall. This was not Mm -hmm. what monks were like at the time. They were brutes. They were (laughs) They were volatile. They were violent. They were they were religious fanatics. And so Cyril knows this. He knows Mm -hmm. what their temperament is and he calls them in. And they surround Oresti's house and they call him out and they start calling him a pagan. And, you know, they're generally like just yelling at him in public about what a horrible just dude. Just hecklers, yeah. Right, right. They're just uh-huh. hecklers, except the hecklers take it to another level. Uh-huh. One of them decides to take it a step further uh-huh. and he picks up a stone and he throws it at Orestes. Oh my gosh. A single stone. It's not like they all started stoning him. One guy, but one of the stoning was a thing at that time. Correct. So... So and you got to think mob mentality. Correct. And and tensions are very right. high at this point. So he it's essentially like a slow clap, right? Into a into an applause. He's looking to start the stoning. Uh-huh. So he picks up it wasn't like a a bush and getting the shoe thrown at him. Like, I disagree with your foreign policy. It wasn't like that. First of all, a shoe's not going to cause no damage. Right. You and throw also, a stone. Like, if you pick up a stone and you fling it at someone. I also like, don't think when they threw the the shoe that they thought everyone was going to take their shoes off and shoe him to death. So, um, but in this case, it was a very real possibility that the others would join in and stone Orestes to death. But one, a single stone is, it's, it's a stone. Yeah, and and the thing is, he had really good aim apparently, or he was very close. Either way, he hits Orestes. Oh my god! He hits him in the head, and it says that it, it is confirmed that Orestes is bleeding. He is injured from it, and <laughs> at that point, Orestes' guard they run for it. They're like, "Oh my god, a stoning is about to happen. We can't die. We got such get, a great yeah, guard. We got to get out of here. They don't even drag their boss. Right? You have run. to run." <laughs> 
you do not put that on a resume. I mean, you just don't get a gig after that. But anyway, so guard runs, right? So it's looking right. really bad for Orestes at uh-huh, this point. Uh-huh. Except the guard runs. The other monks don't start stoning. The public intervenes. Oh, my gosh. So even in this turbulent time and all these different... Uh-huh. The public seizes Ammonius, who, by the way, has the same name as the guy who cut off his ear and threatened to cut out his <laughs> so tongue. So you gotta wonder. I have to wonder if it's the same man. So maybe he was one ear. Maybe he thought people... He was hearing people throw <laughs> on one side. But anyway, so they grab him. They seize him and they're like... Jerk! You, you crazy person! Yeah. Don't do that. We like him. And also what you're doing is wrong. At that point, he's publicly tortured to death. Now, unlike the first overreaction Uh that happened. This is dangerous. Well, this is essentially an assassination attempt. Again, right? Like another event has now occurred. Mm -hmm. Cyril Mm -hmm. decides. Who is supposed to still, by the way, be complimentary working with Orestes. Also, a bishop. Uh Uh-huh. A Christian bishop. Do better. Right. What he decides to do at this point is rather than pretend he wasn't involved Uh in this kind of embarrassing (laughs) situation, is he goes and gets his body, Ammonius's body, Uh and he has him buried and makes him a martyr. He gives him martyr status. That is So he clearly, the public is, is, that guy's a jerk. Mm -hmm. Orestes is bleeding. The other monks, we don't know what that guy did, man. (laughs) He's not with us. Cyril is like, you're now a martyr. That is such a slap in the face. He tries to assassinate Orestes and Cyril makes him a martyr. Right. I have to wonder if it's from guilt. Whoops. I got that guy riled up and did that. Too much. Just too much. I have to believe he was trying to have physical harm done to arrest. How could you not? Yeah. And he was. He threw a stone. Well, it's kind of like these agitators in crowds, right? Where they're trying to make sure something violent happens. Yes. They don't do the violent thing, but they're egging on protesters or things like that. A habit. Look what he did with Hyrax. Look what he did with him. Planting people. Yeah, don't do that. To cause a problem. And the thing is, right, it didn't work the first time. Do it again. Let's try it. (laughs) Second time's a charm. To be fair, the first guy didn't die. He was publicly tortured, not to death. Oh, that's true. He was just tortured. So what do you think? Well, this time for sure. (laughs) (laughs) This time, this time for sure. This is good planning. Regardless. So this is a pretty clear sign well, really, it's a sign to both of them. It's a sign to Orestes that I'm not sorry. I wanted you to get stoned to death. This guy's a martyr. Mm. Also, the original sorry, not sorry. Right. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at this point, it's clear to Cyril. Mm-hmm. He wanted to take Orestes out of the picture. Yeah. But it's clear the public won't have it. Mm-hmm. That he can't manage to get an assassination yeah. attempt to work. So he shifts his focus at this Which, point. Which, and that says something, too, because if the public likes Orestes that much, obviously Orestes could have been the one to deliver the message about the dance. He could have been the one to smooth everything over. Right. But Cyril is just, like, poking the bear That's consistently. That's a really good... Right, because Cyril's aim, right, his problem that mm-hmm. he's trying to solve is never really to have Mm-mm. peace. Or at least that's what 
that's what it would appear yeah yeah if i'm just looking at the cold hard facts that would be my feeling on it now that he knows that he can't get to orestes it's just it's becoming too much of a pain Mm -hmm. in the neck to attack him directly he starts looking for who can i and another question i have Mm -hmm. if orestes wasn't there what type of person would he want to put in there? Just someone that's going to constantly stir up the pot? Because he would want a yes man. He would want someone who would just, like Hirax, who would just be a plant. Someone who would just follow what it is he wants to do. But that's what Orestes was doing. He tells Orestes, do this thing. Orestes is like, that's not cool, but, but I'll he, do it. he wants to stir the pot. Uh, he wants someone who's going to cause a problem. Dumb. So anyway, I keep getting, <laughs> I'm so upset at Cyril. <laughs> so anyway, so at this point, Cyril decides... Who, how do I take him down a peg? Mm-hmm. Who, who can I, how can I start to sort of undermine his popularity? Mm-hmm. How can I start to take away his influence? Mm-hmm. And he looks around and he goes, Hypatia. She's an easier target. And we know why, yeah. right? From our choose your own Hypatia. She is a woman. They are not as well known, mm-hmm. you know, to be famous at this point for things that she was doing, possibly divination, right? Because mm-hmm. she practices mathematics. So already to an uneducated mind, mm-hmm. she's a really easy scapegoat. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's going to be a lot easier to turn the public against her. And so he starts the whispers. It's believed he starts the whispers about her practicing black magic and she's a witch and she's the one responsible for Orestes torturing the guy at the at the gathering Herax mm-hmm. and also the reason why Orestes wouldn't agree to be to make up right to yeah. be bros right. again over over the scripture again like they were to begin with <laughs> right and because Hypatia embodies essentially the obstacle to uh-huh. this reconciliation the fanatics very easily turn their attention to her Tell me a little more about the fanatics, because you said there was a group that would help the the sick. Yes. So they're essentially a group of ambulance men. Uh-huh. And, and, and there were other fanatics at the time. Like, clearly, we know about the monks. Mm-hmm. There was a group of ambulance men who mm-hmm. were responsible, essentially, for helping the sick and the old people who are homeless. They did really charitable works. Mm -hmm. However, they were also really far-flung religious fanatics. And just as the same thing that moved them to be so charitable was the same thing that moved them to be so violent. Mm -hmm. And they could be violent, and they were. They are, in fact, the people who inevitably turn on Hypatia. So the reason that I wanted you to talk about them was because now we get to the coup de grace. Now we get to her death. So, Hypatia was on her chariot going somewhere. Okay. And she was torn from her chariot by the fanatics. She was then stripped naked, dragged to the church, and inhumanely butchered by the hands of Peter the Reader and a troop of savage and merciless fanatics. Her flesh was scraped from her bones with sharp oyster shells and her quivering limbs were delivered to the flames. That is so intense mm-hmm. of a death. And I, I just have to let let's pick this apart for a little bit. Literally, she's on her way somewhere mm-hmm. and she is they accost her. Yeah, she's just I'm going to go do my business. Maybe I'm going to go teach something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to I don't know where she was going, but it's just like, I, yeah, I'm going to go to the grocery store real quick. Right. And and, and then they strip her naked mm-hmm. to shame her, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. 
right? And then they butcher her at Peter the Reader, by the way. This is the only way he's referred to in the text. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he's considered the reader. (laughs) Because maybe he reads. And he's the only one that's named out of the group. You would think, I wonder, because Peter the Reader, maybe he was one of her students that turned on her because that would be... Uh, it could scandalous. be it could also be your first suggestion that maybe he was the only one who knew how to read maybe so or yeah we'll talk in a moment about what happened after her death mm-hmm. but maybe he was the scapegoat maybe for so it, you know yeah. but they they rip her out and she's not killed and then the flesh is scraped from her bones mm-hmm. and and then she is essentially drawn and quartered mm-hmm. no The sources say she was alive Mm -hmm. and the way they killed her was... horrifying. Yeah, was scraping the flesh off her bones while she was alive. With these oyster shells. It had to be the most horrible... I know you guys are tuning in to hear some funny stuff, but But this... This is so intense and so irrational, Mm -hmm. so infinitely irrational (laughs) that we had to to talk about it. (laughs) That was pretty good, I know. I've been waiting for the whole series just for that moment. But this is this is so for nothing more, right, than being an acquaintance of one of these two power players. And now, again, just like we've had all these differing accounts of her life, mm-hmm. her death is no different. So here are some of the things the sources disagree on. And sidebar before mm-hmm. you get into that, the same thing happens today. You've got Two people in a position of power. Mm-hmm. Someone is on, on someone's side, mm-hmm. and the other person doesn't like it, and they're an easier target. The lower, right? They don't have yeah. as much influence, and it's easier to take or them out. Whenever uh, a new boss comes in, and they mm-hmm. just wipe out. I mean, it is. This is so. Nothing it's human has nature. Yeah. yeah, it's human it's, nature. We repeat the same mm-hmm. things over and over and over again. Thankfully, without oyster shells. Thank goodness. So here are the differing reports on her death. So some say they used oyster shells. Others say they used roofing tiles. I really don't think it matters. The thing is, they they pulled her skin off her bones, Mm -hmm. and that's horrible. Also, though, here's a really big one. This is kind of that telephone game. There are all these artistic representations, you know, classical Mm -hmm. paintings of her death. Mm -hmm. She's always depicted as this beautiful, nubile young woman Mm -hmm. with red flowing locks, usually naked, who, you know, is being attacked. Well, the truth was she was likely somewhere between 45 and 60 years old at that time, which to me, well, regardless. So first off women at that time lived to be about 30. Mm -hmm. So she would have been a much more mature woman at that point. So one, we know the artistic representations. Not that. Not great. But it just makes the story more horrifying. Mm -hmm. It's this older woman. That's minding her business. Right. And they just attack her. And then now look, here's another thing that they, they say about her death. They say, oh, Cyril didn't have anything to do with her death. Except that those ambulance men, the mm-hmm. 800 or so ambulance men that are responsible. 800 against one person. Yeah. And we don't know if it was all of them or not, but it was enough to overwhelm, yeah. you know, an older woman. So these people just so happened to be kind of Cyril's personal entourage. You know, he could call on them and he did in the past whenever he wanted. So clearly nothing to do with her death. Clearly he was in the clear. So, you know, this was the impetus for Orestes to ask for an investigation. He writes and he says this terrible thing has happened. Like, right. Horrifying. horrifying. 
Please investigate. And what was the result? Nothing happened. Because, here's probably why. So imagine today, something terrible happens. And then you go tell your boss, listen, this terrible thing. So they didn't want to say, oh, you know, that was terrible. Because if they did, that would cause further tensions and more fighting back and forth. More back and forth Mm -hmm. between Orestes and Cyril. There were also mentions of bribes. Mm -hmm. But Orestes at that point was like, I'm out. Bring me back to Constantinople. Who can blame him if he appeals to his boss? Multiple times. Hey, this has gotten way beyond. Out of hand. Right, right. Totally out of hand. Do something about it. And then they're like, look, this is a pot boiling over. I'm not going to do anything to make things worse and cause more riots. I don't blame him for saying, then get me out. out. Yeah. Yeah. You need to take me out. Yeah. He can't do it. He's been trying his best. Mm-hmm. Now, the truly sad things about this is, so despite all her talents and her accomplishments, she was a ninja, she was a mysterious intellectual, Hybatia, mm-hmm. after this happened, she's essentially forgotten in history. Right up until the 1700s when John Tolan wrote that book that Can we I mentioned. Can I say the title? Please do. Hypatia, or the history of a most beautiful, most virtuous most learned and in every way accomplished lady who was torn to pieces by the clergy of Alexandria. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) (laughs) To gratify the pride, emulation, and cruelty of the archbishop, commonly but undeservedly titled St. Cyril. And that was swiftly followed the next year by Thomas Lewis's response, The History of Hypatia, a most impudent schoolmistress in defense of St. Cyril and the Alexandrian clergy from the aspersions of Mr. Toland. Since then, people have gone back and forth. This is, Mm -hmm. they started the fight back up. The same fight that was occurring that led to her death has now happened (laughs) through historians writing about her life, which is so fast. It's so meta, right? It's, It's a mirror within a mirror. And so... They go back and forth, different areas claim, you know, Cyril was a religious fanatic. He was this horrible monster. Oh, no, Orestes was the horrible Mm -hmm. monster. He was publicly torturing people. In addition to that, we've had the feminist movement and she's been held up as a feminist figure. Although no sources ever say that she spoke up for women's rights or even taught women. That's so interesting. Yeah, the whole, you know, I guess she would have been like a Me Too figure. Yeah. But... She really never stood for that. It's it's everyone putting their flavor on. It's kind of like the American flag. It stands for what you right. believe and what for you, what want you it believe to. in. Yeah. But the really unfortunate thing is that all the unique things that she really was and did, she's most well known for her death. And after that, each historian and writer has skewed her story to suit their own agenda. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, the story of Hypatia comes to a close. We have just started to scratch the surface with these tales. We hope that you find them as fascinating as we do, and we hope that it encourages you to find some irrational math stories of your own. Join us next time when we dive into yet another real and eccentric mathematician story. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Infinitely Irrational. For more fun, the research and math behind this episode, visit us on the web at www.infinitelyirrational.com. 
This episode was edited by Mathematical Expressions. This episode was written and narrated by Mathematical Expressions and K. Research for this episode was compiled by K. See you next time!